the Fade 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you jack wagons. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son Nathaniel Lundy. Tis indeed the Fade 5 Podcast on a hashtag tequila Thursday presented by Suavecito. Yo ho ho! Enjoy your holiday season with a fine bottle of Añejo. Drink it all. What else you got to do tomorrow, especially if uh, you're anywhere in, say, the Great Plains? Uh, if you're butting up against the uh, Rocky Mountains, uh, if you're in the upper Midwest and parts of the even the deep south as uh, you are encased in ice right now, as a polar vortex is taking hold, uh, just a drastic drops in temperature. I saw in Cheyenne on Thursday night uh, that the temperature went from 41 degrees to three in 21 minutes, 21 minutes. It was blinding whiteout blizzard snows accompanying the uh, dip in temperature. But uh, what also dipped last night, if you did not see it, it was the Iowa Hawkeyes. And uh, maybe they're a possible tournament standing because they lost impossibly to Eastern Illinois. Tony Robo, you known for football, Jimmy Garoppolo, also a product of that fine institution. Not really known for basketball. Bottom five, Ken Palm team entering the night. Bottom five, Bartorvik team entering the night. They were 31 and a half point underdogs at BetMGM, yet they emerged triumphantly. And on them, some like half-court heave, mind you, Lundy. They won convincingly nearly by double figures there in Iowa City. So Fran McCaffrey, uh, I think he's got to resemble a certain uh, fat, uh, jolly old elf uh, in practice of coming with a red face. Uh, it's just got to be constant probably for the next uh, week or two as Iowa. Down Chris Murray, we don't always get to be back. And probably lost to Eastern Illinois, but uh, I lost some wagers as well. Tell you me about get, it. So your uh, yesterday on your fine program, Brad, known as Live on the Line, um, and you tweeted this out, and that was your mistake, my man. That was your mistake. Those of you that follow both Brad and I on Twitter, Brad at Noisy Huevos, myself at Nate Lundy, saw that last night Brad's sledgehammer in the bowl game uh, was to take the under between the Hilltoppers and the Jaguars in the New Orleans Bowl, to which I replied with three words. You are wrong. <laughs> um, and, and you were right. <laughs> and I don't. I cannot explain this. I absolutely cannot explain this. But, Brad, I, I don't have it directly in front of me, but I think it's close to this. I think as of right now, I am 8-3 and three on my mm. bowl game picks. Nice. Um, which means it's all going to come crashing down. But it was so funny because I kept waiting. Like last night, I, I saw that and I was like, is he drunk? That he, th this game is not going to the under. Western Kentucky by themselves was going to get, you know, and it wound up being this way, but it wound up being a, a ton of scoring. The over under was at 57. For those of you that weren't paying attention, the final score was 44 to 23. Uh, so they crushed it. But every now and then, every now and then, because Brad is right far more often than I am. Um, I have to I have to point it out, especially on your on your sledgehammer. So your little inflatable hammer uh, was a little flaccid on that one last night. Uh, yeah, you got yeah. It? Do you have it? Do you have it? It wasn't. It wasn't quite as rigid as it normally is. <laughs> so it, it needs a little blue fill uh, to get back up to speed there. So but I'll, I'll I'll keep trying. I'll keep posting up as much as I can. I'll keep posting up the the bowl game picks that I've got on the spreadsheet that I've got posted up on Twitter. Uh, just like Brad, I've got a spreadsheet yep. with my picks because for whatever reason, uh, I am on fire. 
I'm a little nervous about tonight, but I've got to pick on tonight's bowl game uh, or uh, today's bowl game coming up for you in bonus time. Yeah, and I'll include a little SGP in that game as well in the Armed Forces Bowl uh, with Air Force taking on the Baylor Bears. And yes, uh, admittedly, I was drunk last night. It was the New Orleans Bowl, so naturally I'm like, oh, why not drink a mountain of Sazeracs? Uh, which I did as a result, and you saw the results. Uh, profitless for me. Will it be profitable tonight? Uh, we got Jaguars and Jets. We got playoff implications on the line. They're in East Rutherford, New Jersey, the Jets. Right now, minus two with a total of 37. And that uh, total under 40 is contagious. There are five games this week due to weather impacts, have totals in the 30s as a result. And this game is no exception. Uh, supposed to be a downpouring rain the entirety of the game. 100% chance of a liquid precipitation there in eastern New Jersey. But what is most important are the winds. Wind advisory is going to be taking effect in that part of the country at 10 p.m. local time. So in the second half, and especially in the fourth quarter, the winds are really going to kick up. Uh, but the wind should still increase throughout the course of the game. You can have gusts as high as 30 to 35. And then when that wind advisory kicks in, gusts could be as high as 55 miles per hour. So you could have a driving rainstorm uh, for Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. So with that in mind, Give me a game score prediction, amigo. Jaguars and Jets. Uh, I'm look. I'm riding with sunshine right now. Okay. Um, I love what Trevor Lawrence is doing. I love it for a couple of reasons. One, I was a big fan of his coming out of college, and then of course I sat back and I went, "Son of a bitch, he's going to wind up on Jacksonville. His 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 career is going to tank because of who wound up drafting him." And then he got stuck with, "Oh yeah, Urban Meyer." Uh, Doug Peterson has been an absolute <laughs> blessing for Trevor Lawrence. I know uh, if I remember right, he threw a pick last week, but prior to that, uh, on the five game streak, he had been on Brad, 10 touchdowns, no interceptions. Like he's finally looking like a guy that should have been the number one overall pick. I love it because I'm a fan of his. Um, I like watching him out on the field ever since he was a rookie. I just saw him doing stuff. I'm like, that's a damn leader out there yeah. on the field. If they could just get him the right coach and get him some people around him. So whether it's Zay Jones, whether it's Christian Kirk, uh, whatever it is, they're actually doing the right thing, I think, with him. So I am riding the Jags train. Brad, screw the points. Give me Jacksonville on the money line tonight. I will take them straight up to beat the Jets. They control their own destiny in the AFC South. Uh, and I'm actually going to say because I think they can move the ball on the ground, I know the wind and the rain, and I, I just I, I feel like we're going to see some scoring. Um, and I'm taking the over. Um, and just oh. barely. I'm going to call for 21-17. Jags win this straight up. Uh, I think it's going to be a score agami tonight because if the winds really do kick up and, you know, that's still a TBD right now and exactly when that's going to occur, we know that the wind advisory is going to take hold there at 10 p.m. Eastern time. I, I got a 15 to 12 jets. <laughs> As a result, oh and I'll go to more God. details about oh that. I, I think it's gonna be ugly. I think it's gonna be oh, ugly. I really then, hope you're wrong. I well, really then, hope you're wrong. The Jets' uh, defense is uh, pretty damn good this season. Uh, giving up six point three seven pass yards per attempt. They've been rather solid on the ground as well. So I think this is going to be a weather impacted game. It's going to be a defensive minded affair. And as a result, like I said, fifteen to twelve. And if that happens. Uh, I'm just going to empty uh, the local kiosk of scratch-off tickets because I'm winning something, and it's going to be a hefty sum, or just empty the bottle of Suavecito. And on that note, on this hashtag tequila Thursday, let's get after it with another edition of the Fade Five. 
number five. All right. Uh, will he be a knight in shining armor? I say yes. Give me any time touchdown for Zonovan Knight. Now, I did just predict 12 points. Uh, I'm saying there's going to be some mixed uh, extra points in this game and maybe some botched two-point conversions as well so we can get uh, to that 12 number. Or maybe it's just an accumulation of safeties. I don't know, but I'm hoping that Zonovan Knight crosses the chalk, a guy uh, with these odds at plus 160 at BetMGM, I think it's doable. He's seen 61.6% of the opportunity share in four games of action. He's got nine red zone touches over that span with a couple coming at the goal line. Now, he's only punched in one four six this season, but 3.39 yards after contact per attempt. That is top seven at the running back position since week 11. And you look at Jacksonville, uh, they have come unspooled defensively in the trenches here in the last five games, giving up 4.24 yards per carry, 104.0 rush yards per game for the running back position, and two on the entirety of the year have allowed a dozen ground scores to running back. So ultimately, uh, tally it all up. I think Zodovan Knight, given the wind-driven rain, will find the end zone uh, and make it uh, splishy-splashy in my bank account at plus 160 at BetMGM. Lendy, fade or follow? Because of the potential game script, I like this one, and I like it at the plus 160. So this, to me, uh, like this isn't uh, uh, worthy of your limp uh, sledgehammer in my opinion. Uh, however, there it is. Uh, it isn't worthy of that. However, uh, I do think it's worthy of a bet because of the plus odds and because of the idea that this may have to be a ground uh, game at times. And I think, even though I think we're actually going to see more scoring than you do, um, it, I, I think by the time we get down to the red zone, we're going to see everything tighten up, everything get conservative, which means you could see the opportunity for Zonovan to be able to do it on the, on the ground. So I will take him, uh, and I'll take it just because of the plus 160. If this number comes down, it's not it's not worth the gamble for me in a game that has the potential to be low scoring. All night be thy hero score and anytime touchdown. Number four. I uh, knew more Quattro on the program today. Uh, it's a name that I didn't even know he existed uh, because I have no kickers in fantasy. I don't uh, necessarily believe they're uh, living, breathing human beings. But Riley Patterson, he is the place kicker for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going to take the under on one and a half extra points. And that is a plus money, plus 130. At BetMGM, again, weather is going to play a factor in this game uh, as the winds are going to gust, uh, particularly in the second frame of this contest, up to maybe 50, 55 miles per hour. Even in the first half, I think you're going to have sustained, which means constant, steady winds exceeding 20 miles per hour. And that's going to play a factor in some of these elongated extra point opportunities. They're not chip shots like they used to be. So, you know, maybe the Jaguars go for more two-point conversions. As a result, to give you some background, uh, Patterson has done this nine times uh, this season. And nine guys, nine have done this against the New York Jets in 14 games as well. Patterson has missed a, a couple of extra points this year. But generally speaking, he is nearly automatic. So this is just me leaning into Mother Nature here. And at plus 130, why the hell not? Riley Patterson under one and a half extra points made. Available at BetMGM. Lundy, fade or follow? Uh, just for purposes of my prediction at the start of the pod, I have to fade you. 
Oh, just, yeah, definitely. Yep. I just have I just have I gotta stay consistent. So I gotta fade you on this one. Uh, I think we get a couple of them in there. Maybe they both happen in the first half. I don't know. But I'm gonna go ahead and fade you on this one just because I'm sticking with my game script. I'm I'm Duval. I'm riding the whole thing tonight. That's all I got. That's all I got, man. I'm just I'm sticking consistent. I gotta fade you. I say he gets two, but they better damn happen in the first half. Otherwise, NEM, NEM is gonna happen in the second half. Yeah, no question about it. Patterson, wide right. Number three. All right, let's get SGP slash OGP under the belt. And this is where Lenny, I already know what his answer is going to be here because he's on uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I'm going to take the Jets money line. I'm going to pair that with the under in this game on 44 and a half, which only would agree with on an alt spread here. So it's an alt total, I should say. Uh, and then uh, Chara top of the Sunday, give me Zonovan Knight, who I think is going to be the centerpiece of the offensive game plan for the Jets, uh, A, because of the weather, B, because Zach Wilson. Uh, 45 plus rush yards is all I need out of him. He didn't accomplish it last time out, but I, this is a probably a 17 to 20 kind of carry game for him. And given the appreciable yards after contact per attempt, uh, which uh, if you recall, 3.39 is top seven over the last four weeks, should be able to get the job done against that Jags defense, giving up 104 rush yards per game at the running back position in their last five. So Jets money line. Zodvin Knight, 45-plus rush yards, and the under on that all total of 44-and-a-half. Uh, Lundy, just to uh, add a little spice here, Jacksonville, one and four straight up in their last five road games. So something to maybe consider there. Come to Jesus, my friend. Come to Jesus, plus 190 on that three-layer at BetMGM. Go ahead and fade me. Brad, Brad I'm going to fade you on this, but I'm going to propose something to you that I think you'll go with. Are you ready? All right. Yeah. Okay. So you gave me three legs and the two, yep. two of them, I'm going to stay with you under 44 and a half. I agree with you on that. I think that it's going to stay underneath that total. We're bumping it up, obviously, from where it sits right now at the 37. OK, so I'm with you on that one right now. Yep. I'm going to stay with you on Zonovan on the 45 plus rush yards. OK, now I'm going to give you a leg where both of us can win. You ready? All right. Yeah. Jags plus. Seven and a half. Bravo. Bravo. What's the juice? Plus 180. All I all did right, was yeah. lose all I did was lose 10 points off of yours by not going Jets money line just in case the Jags stay hot. So you said what 15 to 12? You yeah, thought I did. for a final? Okay. <laughs> I do believe if the Jags win, it is going to be close. I really do believe that. I mean, I told you 21 to 17 was my prediction. I think it's going to be a close game. So we can accomplish what you're talking about with the SGP, and both of us can wind up winning just by changing one leg. So you stick with your Jets money line because you're, you know, whatever. You just, you J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets guy. Um, but if I change that one leg to be Jacksonville plus seven and a half, all they got to do is keep it within a touchdown or potentially pull off the win. And the payday only drops from plus 190 to plus 180. That is my compromise, my man. They might not be able to compromise in the nation's capital. But son of a bitch, both sides of this argument can find common ground. Well, the big C usually this time of year is Christmas. Uh, but the big C in this particular case, compromise! Way to extend the hand and we shake it. Uh, together on that suavecito tequila, which means I got to pour you a glass and uh, pour myself a glass. And we will toast it, uh, my friend, because not only is a holiday season, but this podcast, too, presented by our friends there at suavecito tequila. It is a hashtag tequila Thursday, after all, not familiar with suavecito. Well, 
In 2015, Forbes magazine in the NYC contacted 10 tequila experts around the country, one in Cali, Texas, Florida, New York, people who know tequila. And they asked these experts a simple question. What is the best tasting tequila sold in these United States? And one week later, on the front page of Forbes was a picture of a bottle of Suavecito Añejo. Grab some love juice tonight, celebrate the holidays, and have a betting fiesta as a result on this hashtag Tequila Thursday. Get Suavecito at Total Wine and More or ask for it where you live. We would consider it a favor. Gracias. Number two. All right, numero dos here on the Fade Five podcast. Uh, let's go with Trevor Lawrence. And uh, this line has moved. Uh, and it's not, I'm going to have additional Trevor Lawrence action and bonus time. Uh, that does make sense. I think Lenny get on board with. But uh, this line opened at 226 and a half earlier this week. But because of the meteorological impacts, Expected in Eastern Jersey, which I've already talked about in detail. Uh, this morning it was a 217 and a half, and right before tape time, it's even dwindled further to 214 and a half pass yards. And I'm still taking the under on Lawrence in that category, minus 115 at DraftKings. Uh, the Jets are outstanding defensively, uh, not only on the ground, but also on the back end. Sauce Gardner. Uh, already won uh, Defensive Rookie of the Year, essentially. Uh, all the books have re- already paid out those tickets, and it's understandable. I mean, he's given up under a 50% catch rate, given up under a 50 passer rating to his assignments. The Jets is a collective 6.37 pass yards per attempt allowed with just 211.5 pass yards per game surrendered as well. Eight quarterbacks have hit the under on this, and again, given the conditions here at play, uh, I think that's just going to uh, exacerbate the issues there for one Trevor Lawrence. So fade or follow. He's only done this four times on the under this season because uh, uh, he's really been tearing up in the air yardage, uh, number seven in total air yards this year. But Trevor Lawrence under 214 and a half pass yards, minus 115 at DraftKings. Is it Mother Nature for the win? Um, it usually is Mother Nature uh, for the win. Uh, Mother Nature usually wins. Father Time uh, usually wins as well. Exhibit A, Tom Brady. Um, however, this one's got me a little nervous, Brad. If it were still sitting at 226 and a half, I would comfortably set back the recliner, put my feet up. I'd relax and take the under. 214 and a half, um, I pass. Uh, I pass. I pass. I, I don't. Nah, I don't like this one. I think. I. I think basically today. Remember the other day when I followed you on all five and I told you I was really nervous. Now I'm really nervous because I'm basically fading the hell out of you on everything you're doing today, and it's kind of throwing me for a loop. I think all I'm right. just. I think I'm still jacked up about your uh, uh, about your bowl game pick last <laughs> night. I just I don't know what the hell you were thinking, taking the under in that game. But go ahead. Uh, well, let, let's uh, compromise again. That's the theme okay. of the podcast today uh, at DraftKings uh, on a same game parlay. You could take unders. And uh, they usually come into play in instances like this. So how about you take Trevor Lawrence under 244 and a half, and I'm constructing this as we speak, okay. and take the under on Zach Wilson 224 and a half. Lundy gets plus 105. That I can get on board with. Cha-ching! Yes, that I can do. We can reach across the aisle. Uh, if I had the camera, it could go like over here. Uh, I can reach across the aisle and shake hands on that one. Send it to the president's desk for signature. That one I can get on board with. Not a big fan of the 214 and a half, though. Not a big fan. 
time to time to move on from this one, my friend. All right, uh, filibuster the single bet, but back and compromise on that same game parlay. Number one. All right, numero uno to nine. And uh, admittedly, I grabbed this when it opened at 13 and a half, but it's uh, just one tick higher. And I don't think it's going to make a damn bit of difference. Uh, 14 and a half. Travis Etienne, I'm taking the over on those 14 and a half receiving yards. Uh, a player who's averaging 15.5 routes run per game. He is number seven in yards per reception in this season, averaging 8.8. So effectively, we need what, two catches? And he's going to get there. And I, I believe he has done this in like four of his last five or three straight, something along that line. And look at the Jets, uh, somewhat vulnerable in the passing attack. They've given up 5.1 receptions and 37.9 yards per game to pass catching backs. Weather, again, is going to play a factor in this. If the winds start to bluster, if they start to gale, uh, I think uh, Lawrence will turn to ETN in the pass game in the short to intermediate field. And on some of those dump balls to some of those Texas routes, I, I honestly, I just need two catches. And we're going to cash a winning ticket here. So Lundy, fade or follow Travis ETN. He was known for catching the football frequently while at Clemson uh, working in concert with Trevor Lawrence. Do they revive that relationship in the box score tonight on the over 14 half receiving yards minus 110 at BetMGM? See, you're talking about two. I think he's going to need at least three um, because I get a little bit worried about one of them being for a gain of like two. Something stupid, like that, right? Like I just that kind of that's the kind of crap that would happen to me based on some of my NFL bets uh, lately. And the number of times in the last three weeks I've been hooked uh, on my picks. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We are we're we we've been captain hooked many times over the course of the last three weeks with player props. It's been a real pain in the ass. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow on this one, but I actually think he does need uh, like you talked about two. I, I think he's gonna need at least three if we're gonna feel comfortable with this number. So I'll follow, but I do think he's gonna need a little bit of help, and we're gonna need Trevor to look his way uh, at least a trio of occasions. Yeah, chair at top of the Sunday and uh, the analysis here. Sixteen guys have done this on the over, by the way, against the Jets, 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 Jets this season. All right, uh, Lundy, let's do it for Santa. Uh, hopefully, there's going to be a lot of presence in that uh, fat old bag of his. It's bonus time. Uh, what do you see like tonight? Could be uh, NHL, could be NBA, could be college hoops. Hell, I know it's uh, likely going to be the Armed Forces Bowl. So what do you got for me, my man? <laughs> well, first of all, in the Armed Forces Bowl, I feel kind of bad. It's too bad. I, I, if you watched my bowl game special that we did for You Bet tonight, you already made this bet. Brad, the over-under uh, between Baylor and Air Force opened at 49 and a half. That's what I got it at, and I took the under. It's now yes! it's now down to 43 and a half, unfortunately. But I took the under at 49 and a half. Well, you know why, right? Because weather also going to play yes. a factor. This game in Fort Worth, Texas, uh, winds going to be blustery. But you know what the weather doesn't affect? A team that never freaking passes the ball, yep. and that is yep. Air Force, the number one rushing team in all of college football with that triple option that Troy Calhoun runs. Troy Calhoun is also 6-5 and five straight up, 7-4 and four against the spread as the head coach of the Falcons uh, of the Air Force Academy. So I say fly, zoomies, fly. Give me Air Force. I'll take them plus the 3.5, although, uh, to be honest, I also sprinkle the half-unit bet on them on the money line tonight mm. because – 
Um, I'm a big believer in bowl games. This goes back to what we talked about with my Oregon State Beavers taking on Florida. I'm a big believer in bowl games that there is a difference between teams that actually feel like they want to be there and want to play and the ones that are going through the motions to finish off the season. Baylor had a disappointing season. Um, Air Force is always going to give their best. Why? Because that's what these young men do. That is what they're doing for our country. And so I think Baylor is going to basically phone it in Um, I think they're going to get frustrated against the triple option. There is nothing more demoralizing as a college football defense, Brad, than trying to defend the triple option where they're just eating up three yards at a time over and over and over again against you. As someone who was born in Nebraska and grew up watching that wishbone offense with the Huskers uh, all the way back in the 80s, I understand how it used to frustrate people. So I'm taking Air Force. Um, Like I said, I'm not touching the total anymore because it's dropped so much, although I think I would still lean under the 43 because I took it at 49 and a half. I'm a happy camper, Um, but I like Air Force plus the three and a half tonight. I don't think Baylor gives a crap about this bowl game tonight, and I think it is going to show. Um, Let me go back to the Monday night game tonight. A couple more picks that I like. Brad, give me the under on 32 and a half yards for longest completion for Trevor Lawrence. This is a combination of two things. One, the Jets have only allowed three catches of 30 or more yards in their last five games. So even if weather wasn't a factor, I think I would lean to the under on this. And if I'm not mistaken, two of those three catches that the Jets gave up were basically short passes that had yak. That was it. Hmm. So this defense um, has has not allowed the big play. They're trying to keep quarterbacks from going over the top. If you combine that with the weather that you've been talking about, 32 and a half on Trevor Lawrence for longest completion does not make sense. And by the way, uh, it's juiced to the over at uh, DraftKings. So go grab the under while you can on 32. Uh, I do believe that Trevor Lawrence is going to be doing a little bit of scrambling tonight. This number opened at 10 and a half. It's up to 12 and a half. I'll take the over on his rush yards, by the way, which just sits at 12 and a half. Um, I think if he needs to scramble, he can get out. Give me maybe two, three carries. I think he can get up over this number. And we already said they may decide to keep it on the ground quite a bit. Then, oh, Brad, I am about to give you the Christmas seduction of a lifetime. Um, remember the the SGP that I gave you just a moment ago? It yeah. was it was uh, Zonovan Knight to go over forty five yards. It was under forty four and a half in the game. It was the Jags plus seven and a half. Now maybe some of you have not experimented with this. Talking about experimenting and uh, seduction, really bad ideas here. <laughs> um, but. Maybe you guys haven't actually experimented with this before, but I have, and it sometimes turns into a really nice payday. So I've got night 45 plus under 44 and a half on the total. Then Brad, what I did, Jags plus seven and a half, Jets plus seven and a half, meaning I just need a touchdown game in either direction. All right. Plus 250. Wow. Well, Part of how I got to what we were talking about before was I took that one leg out to be able to show what you were doing with your SGP. But you can take plus seven and a half in either direction. So all I need it to be is a is a game decided by a touchdown or less. 
a one-score game, and we are good. Finally, we go to the ice. You know how much I love my goals in the first 10. You know I've got an entirely separate spreadsheet that I've been keeping track of all of this stuff all season long. There is one team that absolutely, not only do they not score in the first 10 minutes of a National Hockey League game, they do not allow their opponent to, to, to do it either. They have played 33 games, and it's only happened eight times. That is the New York Islanders. They are taking on the New York Rangers, who also do not uh, like to have the goal in the first 10, plus 115 on a no gift between the New York squads tonight. Brad, I am done. I'm taking a sip of my coffee. My man, I yield, and, and sticking with our uh, Congress theme, I yield the floor to the gentleman from Illinois. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, and unfortunately, I am not as smart as Abraham Lincoln. So here are some additional bonus times as well. And take it with an enormous grain of salt. Uh, let's go back to the Thursday night football game. I like the over on Trevor Lawrence, 12 and a half rush yards. Uh, guy that's averaging 17.1 on the season. He's done this seven times on the over. The Jets have allowed six guys to go over this, including um, McCorkle Jones and Kenny Pickett. So if they can accomplish it, uh, I think Trevor Lawrence on a couple of RPO plays will call his own number and hit the over as well on 12 and a half. Uh, let's go back to the Armed Forces Bowl. Here is a little same game parlay. If you want to build in some cushions, give me Air Force plus seven and a half, and then give me the under at 50 and a half. So getting close uh, and actually one tick higher than the original total. That's plus 110 on that OGP right now at BetMGM. Uh, let me lay out the uh, all the cases of why you need to back Air Force. And uh, let me just add to that. Air Force number one in college football in total defense, giving up uh, 13.3 points per game and just 235.3 total yards per game. So that just adds another layer here of why uh, we're aiming high. Uh, for the Falcons tonight. Let's go to the world of college basketball. My fighting Illini are playing in the border war against Missouri in St. Louis. Going to be loud, going to be a capacity crowd, going to be raucous as it always is. I will lay the chalk with Illinois and the five and a half. And here's the reason why. I know you look at the records, you think, oh, Missouri, hey, they got a gaudy record. They're training toward the tournament, but they really haven't played anybody. Uh, their best victory uh, against number 61 in Bart Torvik in Central Florida. Illinois, meanwhile, uh, has already beaten the likes of UCLA and Texas on the road before the all the fallout with Chris Beard, mind you. Uh, this team is kind of going through an identity crisis right now. Uh, Matt, uh, Matthew Mayer has uh, you know, been talking to the media uh, with Brad Underwood saying, hey, we're not on the same page with the coaching staff. They've kind of had a come-to-Jesus moment here this last week. I think you're going to see it on the court in a stark, a heated rivalry game. I think Illinois cruises to a victory here, wins by at least eight or more. And again, the line at minus five and a half, uh, though they got to turn uh, the ball over uh, less frequently. Number 280 right now. And turnover percentage offense. I like Butler too tonight. Plus seven and a half on the road in Omaha against Creighton. Now I got some inside information. Ryan Kalkbrenner is trending toward playing the big man in the middle for the Blue Jays. Uh, is the reason why they have lost uh, five straight games. Uh, he's had uh, a bout of a sickness that's kept him sidelined. Uh, but you know his drop coverage in action really changed the game for Creighton. Still, I think it's just too many points. Uh, Butler, a very sound defensive team. Uh, though they're uh, vulnerable in the rebounding categories. Uh, however, I still think they score the cover there in a conference game, plus seven and a half on the road. And then last one for you in college hoops, uh, I'm taking Western Carolina. I'm going to lay the chalk. 
tonight against South Carolina, or Western Kentucky, I should say, uh, against South Carolina on the road. The Hilltoppers, number 28 uh, and three-point percentage offense, giving up 30 or shooting 38.8% from outside. Defensively, there's some question marks there, but South Carolina, number 302 in college basketball, an effective field goal percentage defense. They're one of the worst Power Six conference representatives in the country. So WKU, do it for Big Red. They score the cover tonight. And we are out of time here on the Feed 5 podcast. Uh, We'll have another edition for you uh, tomorrow for the holidays uh, and Christmas Eve and all the NFL action there. And, uh, of course, the triple header on Christmas Day. Uh, Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast. And follow us as well on Twitter. Follow Lundy at Nate Lundy. Follow yours truly at Noisy Huevos. All of our spreadsheet picks free and accessible through that platform. Again, have a wonderful hashtag Tequila Thursday. And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you.